morning and welcome to Bite Size. My name is Joni Pollock, and I'm your host here today from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Now, if you know our uh, schedule here at the network, if you know what we have in store for our listeners over the next uh, five, six, seven days, you know that the network, which uh, in this case, myself, Nahum, Miriam, are headed to the Holy Land. We'll be in Israel. We'll be broadcasting live on Thursdays, JMNAM. We'll be broadcasting Fridays, JMNAM. We'll be broadcasting Mondays, JMNAM. We'll be broadcasting... Are we? I don't even know. No, I don't think we are. Um, but we have three AMs, some live lunch, you know. be a lot of uh, live action from Israel from Thursday through Monday. Unusual for ourselves, unusual for uh, our Israel-style trips. Usually it is a uh, you know a Sunday or a Monday through a Thursday night. But this, this week, because of the way the, um, the calendar falls out, because of the way the events that are taking place while we are in Israel, the way those fall out, we are in Israel over Shabbos, over the weekend. So that's uh, exciting for me. I think exciting for everyone uh, comes with its challenges, of course. But nonetheless, um, what we have for you as a network should be entertaining over the next week. Now, the reason I bring that up is because our flight's at one, which means you are. I had to record this show, so I am recording this beforehand. Because as you are listening to this, I'm probably in the studio getting ready to uh, pack up and head on over to the airport. So this is a recorded show, which means uh, I'll get to your comments as soon as I can. I post the show. Uh, it means the playlist, which is, uh, as I've mentioned on many a show, that is uh, taken care of early on, even earlier this week. So, you know, the music choices have taken place and have been chosen earlier on. So I obviously still welcome any any questions, comments on the app. Again, I will try to get to it as soon as possible, but this show technically is not live. All right, we'll be back uh, the following week, hopefully. It is, uh, however, as you are listening to this, January 1st. It is New Year's, New Year's Day. New Year's celebrated all over America. I don't know to the extent of the world. I don't think it's, I don't know. January 1st, though. Uh, exciting times. In that uh, it's a New Year's, you know, we always talk about the resolutions made. Okay, maybe the, the uh, since most of our listeners, if not all of our listeners, are Jewish, our resolution season is more September, is more October, is Rosh Hashanah time, according to the lunar year. The rest of America, and by the way, we're also allowed to make New Year's resolutions as well around this time, which means. Today, which means tomorrow, your gyms will be packed. It means you are, if you, you're used to ordering a salad, those places will probably take a bit longer. What else does it mean? I'm trying to think. Is shopping more or less? I guess it depends. More because maybe people are catching up on some gifts. Less because maybe people said we'll shop less. I don't know. I'd be curious if the folks at Amazon could tell us. If there's more or less shopping done on one one, the calendar. That's interesting. I'm thinking about it now, and I'm not sure. I, I hear both sides. Uh, what else? November first, November second, that first week. Well, let me tell you personally, and I did this last year on the show. I started in January of 2017. Incorrect. January of 2018. 
I started budgeting myself, and that meant, you know, I and, and I, it meant, you know, I had different categories for my budgets: rent, transportation, food, miscellaneous, tzedakah. Um, I'm trying to think what other categories did I miss? I guess miscellaneous, so dating, you know, just and I and I what I did is I budgetized everything, right? I if if I had a rent check, I you know I, I put it in the rent. Um, I went through all my credit card statements at the end of almost every week in 2018. Uh, this year, a little bit more lax on it, more, more on a month scale. And I, pretty much anything I buy is with um, credit card. There are definitely times I buy, you know, a $2 thing here and a $3 thing here. And Seduk is always obviously cash. So it's more probably of an estimate than anything. But I was curious over the year 2018 how much money I spent on, well, life. And obviously... Uh, in a year-to-year basis, you know, you're going to have a give or take. There are some years I go on vacation. There are some years I got to fly here for this family. Simple. There's sometimes, a, you know, a friend's wedding, a friend's this, a friend's that, a family this. So, like, yeah, every year there's going to be plus or minus, you know, a few thousand dollars here or there in the miscellaneous area. But for the most part, you know, you're, you're, you're you know, I'm giving gifts uh, for, for my roommates, for, you know, secret mystery Maccabee, right, to make it more apropos for the show. There's, um you know, birthday gifts that are pretty much similar. Okay. Within dating also as on or off, depending on the year's relationships. But I like to get a gist of my spending. And, uh, so I did it in 2018. I think I was fascinated by the data today is one, one while you're listening to this. And I haven't yet accumulated all the data. I gotta, I gotta finish up. I have pretty much everything done in 2019. I just, I gotta add it all up now and put it in different categories this year. I wanted to see my Trader Joe's spending, as that was a more uh, active part of my life, I wanted to see you know how much I spent eating out, how much I spent on dating, different things, and I think it's a very cool thing to do. So you're listening to this now, and maybe you know it's something that you're interested in doing and, and figuring out how much money you have spent um, on certain things. I think it's fun, and it's very hard to keep with. You know, this year again, like in 2018, I did it, and I was very strict on trying to do it every week, and that really just got tiring to me. This year, I was like, you know what, every two weeks, every month. Or anything that was like a big thing, like the credit card statements. Thank God, you know they do a good job of. Uh, and and by the way, it's a good job of keeping up with your credit card statements and seeing if there's anything right or wrong. But if you're not necessarily into that, but um, I was a little more lax with it. It made it a lot more doable, I think. And okay, and I and I realized that is also going to be a give or take of a few hundred bucks, maybe or, or maybe a hundred bucks or so each month of missing something here or there. But for the most part, thank God, I have a good memory. And it's something I encourage you to do, especially if you want to be money savvy, if you want to be uh, just aware of your spending. Uh, I think it'll be enlightening. I think it'll be enlightening after a month. I think it'll be enlightening after, you know, quarterly, year, month, uh, half half a year, you know. And then um, at the end of the year, I think there's some fascinating results. So I definitely encourage you to do it. Again, rent, transportation, food. Those are sort of the big ones. Um, and then you obviously have other bills, you know, insurance and miscellaneous, whether it's the random Amazon, you know, whether it's a random pair of shoes, you know, if you, if you, if you're shopping, if you do a lot of shopping as shopping enthusiast, maybe you'll do that more. So different things, different ideas. Uh, it's something I like doing. I plan on doing again this year. And if, again, if it's something that you want to be conscious about or, or just fascinating by, go ahead, copy the same thing. But again, New Year's. New Year's resolutions. I hope everyone enjoyed 2019, the end of a decade. 2020, the start of a brand new decade. Wild, wild. I mean, what's happened in my life from 2010 to 2019? Graduations, jobs, friends, living arrangements. Fascinating. 
very cool to, to look back on as I think about it now. Outstanding. Thank God. I thank God every day for uh, what he has put in front of me, for the opportunities he's given me. And I really, really hope it continues throughout this decade and throughout the rest of my life. All right, what's coming up next on this show? Great music all day long. And uh, Joanna Shepson from FunInJerusalem.com. She will join us as she spoke, excuse me, she'll speak to Yaniv from Kikara Musica. That should be a fun interview. That'll take place at 10 a.m. But for now, otherwise, plenty of great music. And we start the year off, a new bite size with one song and one song only. Mahapecha, Shel Simcha, on this year. 2020 episode, the first episode of 2020 on Bite Size right here at the Nachum Segal Network.
ישלח לי את הנס, ישלח לי את הנס שלי, יאללה! יש לי סיב כל הזמן, לא לבכות הכל לטובה. אסור לך להתייאש, רק תמשיך לבקש, תשמור, תשמור את התקווה. תמחיר בן אדם, יש לי סיב כל הזמן, לא לבכות הכל לטובה. אסור לך להתייאש, רק תמשיך לבקש, תשמור, תשמור את התקווה.
of hour number two here on this week's episode of Bite Size, and it's time to talk with uh, Joanna. We'll hear from Joanna. She speaks with Yaniv from Kikara Musica coming up right here, right now on Bite Size at the Nachum Segal Network. Thank you, Yoni. So today I'm interviewing Yaniv Levy, who's the marketing manager of Kikara Musica. You might hear a little bit of music in the background, but that's just to add some ambiance. Hi, Yaniv. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. Uh, glad to be here with you today. So uh, some of the listeners have been to Kikara Musica and some of them haven't yet. Let's give people a little bit of a background of when was this area um, built up and what used to be here in Kikara Musica? Okay, if you'd come here five years ago, um, there would be a, basically nothing. Just an a, um, a unclean area in Jerusalem, an empty square. Um, five years ago came Loran Levy. And he asked for permission to build here the Kikara Musica, basically a place that has the music museum that shows the history of the Jewish people via the instruments from all around the diaspora, and restaurants that are around the plaza, that in the plaza we have live music playing each day. And 
it's an amazing difference to see it, to see pictures from five years from from five years ago to today. Well, it is actually it's become one of the hot spots in Jerusalem. You know where people used to go to Ben Yehuda or Mamilla, and now they also come to Kikara Musica. So tell me a little bit about Laron Levy. What was is he a musician? Like what what is his love of music? Where does it come from? Um, he's a musician, but the goal of this project is not the music and it's not the food. It's bringing people together. We know that music and food can do that. So we're using the music here and the restaurants for, for to, to make more achdut, to bring, the, to bring the Jewish people closer to each other, together to each other, because that's the next thing that we need to do here in this nation. So the truth is, it's, it's true. If you come and sit in the courtyard, you'll see... Jerusalemites, you'll see tourists, you'll see tourists from South America and tourists from America, from South Africa, everyone together really enjoying their time together. So do you have, how often do you have live music playing here? We have live music basically throughout the year, all around the year. Um, we have it, except I would say for Yom Kippur and Tisha uh, B'Av and a few specific dates, there is music all the time and playing each day in different hours and uh, you can find all the information in our website. Okay, great. And then let's talk about the different restaurants that are around the Kikar and um, and so people can understand what types of events can happen in each of these places that really use the Kikara Musica in the summer and in the winter. So let's start with the Basari restaurant, Kinor Bakikar. How would you describe it? What makes it unique? Um, Kinor Bakikar is a kosher to Mehadrin restaurant. Um, it's a chef restaurant. All the everything that we serve is high quality. The food is amazing. It's a I would say the Israeli restaurant, Israeli chef restaurant. Um, steak, um, all, all the all the special parts of the meat you'll find there, and uh, menus is changing all the time according to the to the, to, to the seasons that we have. You know, it's amazing. We used to, <laughs> I know that like when I was younger and you used to say Israeli restaurant, you'd think falafel, but that is not the case anymore. Anyone who's been to Israel in the last 10 years knows that this is the culinary kosher scene. So Kinorba Kikar is one of those restaurants that you want to go to, a chef's restaurant. Um, right now to do this interview, we're sitting in an extremely cool bar. I think you call it a tapas bar. Maybe you can just define for us what tapas is, but this is called Andalusia. So can you tell me a little bit about this place? So the name will say it all. It's a Spanish tapas uh, tapas bar, meaning we'll have yeah, great cocktails with small to medium dishes of, of small tapas food, all from uh, around Spain, of course, all kosher, and just an amazing place to hang out. Uh, one of the most beautiful bars that we have now in Israel, and uh, it's a great place to just hang out. So finding a kosher, happening, cool bar is is unique to Jerusalem. So I would definitely recommend that you come out here. Do you have live music here, or is there music playing like with a DJ in the background? And we have, not all the time, but we have like uh, DJs on Thursday evenings and in special occasions we have DJs to come and play here in the background. Okay, wonderful. And this is also located right on the Kikar. And then following that musical theme, we've got the Blue Hall. Describe the Blue Hall. It's a different type of bar. Yeah, the Blue Hole is a is a restaurant. It's not only a bar. It's a bar and a restaurant. The unique thing about the Blue Hole that each night, Sunday to Thursday and Saturday night, we have a live performance in the restaurants itself. There is a stage in the restaurants, and we will have there a live performance of different kinds of music, um, around fifteen different bands that we work with. 
playing live music and of course uh, a great restaurant with amazing food to just hang out, enjoy, have live music and be with your friends. Now all these different restaurants that we're talking about can all be reserved for private events as well. So they work for um, for bar mitzvahs, bat mitzvahs, special family gatherings. You just need to be in touch with uh, Kikara Musica and we'll, we'll list the different email addresses. Um, basically... Each restaurant has its own email address, bluehall at funinjerusalem.com, andalusia at funinjerusalem.com, kinorbakikar at funinjerusalem.com. And now let's talk about the last restaurant on this kikar called Nachman. I love the fact that every restaurant has its own theme and every restaurant has a different type of menu. So what can you expect if you come to Nachman? Nachman is a dairy restaurant. When I say dairy, I mean Italian. I mean, that's, you'll go to all the dairy restaurants, you'll have kind of the same, re- same uh, menu ver- um, with uh, different varieties. Nachman, one of the unique things about it, all the bread and the pasta is made at the restaurant itself. We, do, we make it, everything will be uh, fresh and uh, delicious, of course. Kosha to Mehadrin. And an amazing uh, Italian restaurant here on Kikara Musica. So in order to, for people to know like the details, um, you can check the blog post on funinjerusalem.com and I'll list each of these restaurants with how many people can fit in each restaurant and what the kashrut is of each restaurant. But as you can see, Music Square has to be on your itinerary when you come to Jerusalem because there's so many different options. You can show up here, look at the different menus, um, especially during the day when the weather is nice. You can sit outside in the main kikar and be part of any of these different restaurants. So it's a fun place to go. But let's go back to um, the true fun in Jerusalem, the music museum and the tour. Let's tell people a little bit about what to expect. Um, do you need to make reservations? Uh, is it worth going with a guide or is it better to use the iPad tour? What do you think? So you need to make a reservation. Please call us, book online, just make sure that you have space. It's not a big museum. So if we have groups, sometimes it will be full. I highly recommend for everyone to join our guided tours. Because when you go to a museum that's full of musical instruments, the instruments are shouting to you, touch me. And of course, there is a sign, do not touch. <laughs> and when you come off the iPad, you can listen to the music. But when you come off one of our guides, they actually take down instruments from the presentation. They demonstrate and let the people play on them and make it a whole different experience. Because new museums are not the, the new style museums. It's not like you come and there is a guide speaking and you, you want your hands on. And that's, the, that's what we have of guides in the museum. Um, everyone has an amazing time. And one of the highlights is our virtual reality temple show that we have. We basically take you to see the temple, for, the second temple 2,000 years ago to actually walk and do a tour inside that te- in, in that place. Like and you hear the Levim playing the music in the temple. You see, you see the Levites playing the music. Um, you see the work of the Kohen Gadol. You see everything. You walk in through it as we believe it was 2,000 years ago. I guess that's also maybe the owner, Laurent Levy's connection as a Levy. He's just, you know, inborn in him is the, the love of music. And I, I think the fact that he uses this love of music to share with people the the jewish music from around the world and the different cultures it's a beautiful thought and i love the fact that you have the vr with the temple inside there too so the music museum is another must 
easy to go to. You can you can get to it. It's just off of Yoel Solomon Street, right near Ben Yehuda. So you can do the Kikar Hamuzika, one of the restaurants, and the Music Museum at the same time. But definitely make a reservation. For reservations through Fun in Jerusalem, you can email Kikar Hamuzika, M-U-S-I-C-A, at funinjerusalem.com. Um, and for all of those people who are coming out the end of January, it's worth making your reservations now. Um, it's going to be uh, packed with people coming here for Yeshiva Break. And this is also a great activity for kids of all ages. Like, it's really hard to find an activity for a family with kids who are here in seminary and they're bringing their 10-year-olds and 12-year-olds. And But this music museum, I think every time I come, I see families walking around with all ages. Yes, um, we basically, we decided throughout the years that it's better to have two different kinds of tours. Um, f- one is for families of small children and one is, one is for adults. But of course, if it's a mixed family, you go to the one of the small children, it's, everyone has a fun because, everyone has fun. Because, m- let me ask you a question, who likes music? And the answer is everyone. And that's our museum. Our museum is music. One of the things I love about the museum is the architecture and the design of each room, which has a different theme based on where the musical instruments are from across the world. So it's it's beautiful for the eyes, it's beautiful for the ears, and once you have something to eat, it's beautiful for the mouth. So you're, you're covering a lot of the senses here. Um, so Yaniv, thank you so much for sitting with us, and we look forward to hearing about more special events that happen here, and, and hopefully a lot of our listeners will be coming to visit you, especially the end of this January. Thank you very much, and have a happy new year. Thank you, and now back to you, Yoni. Thank you, Joanna, and thank you again, Yaniv from Kikar Hamusica. Joanna, you could reach her at joanna at funinjerusalem.com, Fun in Jerusalem on Facebook, Fun in Jerusalem on Instagram. If you are heading to the Holy Land sometime in the month of January, whether it's your break right now as you're listening to this, maybe it's your break over uh, Yeshiva Week, which is in, I think, two weeks or so, and uh, you're going to Israel and you got some time on your hands and you're looking for something fun to do, whether it's in Jerusalem or all over the land of Israel, you want to, you want to contact her at funinjerusalem.com. Again, on Instagram, on Facebook, you can check out all the wonderful things. She had some great content going on over the course of Hanukkah, whether it be the pictures, whether it be the uh, all the exciting events, some concerts, some just crazy things going on in the land of Israel. That's Hanukkah. I'm sure some amazing things going on in the month of January, really all year long. And again, the place to find it is at funinjerusalem.com. Contact Joanna at funinjerusalem.com. More music coming up, and then we'll wrap things up towards the end of the show. But for now, the great music right here on Bite Size at the Nachum Segal Network. Yeah, heaven, the kimmen, then be fatrugen sie. Jeder einer darf 
כולנו מתפללים ומחכים למשיח, רק יגיע קשת, כולנו חברים. כולנו מתפללים ומחכים למשיח, כבר רוצה להגיע, מחכה לך ולי.
Thank you, Hashem. A uh, really, it, it's funny that I'm going to use this word, a movement that has uh, swarmed the country, I would say. Um, it is something that uh, if you follow them, certainly all over social media, um, I think it is T.Y. Hashem, their Instagram handle. I think they have over 20,000 followers. Um, <clears throat> really an incredible uh, movement that they have going on there. Um and you see people, you know, the bumper stickers, the bracelets. I know I have a bracelet I put on, uh, you know, there's a bunch of bumper stickers. Not bumper stickers, uh, just stickers, I guess, in general. And I've I've placed a lot of them in random subway stations and just, like, checking out on them, checking out on them and seeing, you know, if people uh, either notice them. Sometimes, like, friends send me pictures of other people's, like, stories or whatever. They're like, oh, they saw your sticker. Um, and no one necessarily knows it's me, which is fine. But, you know, I put a few on the 96th Street station, both the B and the C and the 1. Um and I think it was hanging out there for a while. I'm not sure it's there anymore. Put one by the 14th. Um, walk between the 1 and the F. Um, so, uh, listen, it's it's a great, uh, again, it's weird calling it a movement, but it's a great, um, you know, between the song by Joey Newcomb and, and, and you know, the whole story, you could check it out online. Uh, it's, it's really just remarkable, and I think it's good. Listen, it's good that people are uh, into it. You know, I guess that's what I have to say, and I think it's a, it's an appropriate way to end. Uh, it's not 2019 anymore; it's 2020. But to end, uh, you know, thank God, which has been a great decade, and we always have to, you know, thank you, Hashem, for everything that we have, and hopefully uh, that He shall continue to bestow upon us over the next decade and the rest of our life. All right, thank you all for tuning in for the last two hours here with me. Coming up next is the Wednesday live lunch with Rami Finkelstein, live from the land of Israel. We, as a network, will be joining him. Over the course of the next few days, it's always good, uh, hopefully, to see you from me over that time. Should make that happen. And um, and then, uh, you know, it's always good to hang out, see him. And then, uh, again, you'll want to stay tuned to the Nakam Siegel Network throughout the entire um, next, what is it, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Shabbos, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I mean, really always, but over the next few days as we broadcast from Israel, you want to stay tuned here. To the Malcolm Single Network again. Thank you all for tuning in. Avrami Fingleston coming up next. I'd like to wish you all a happy, happy new year and remind you that the bite size is always, always, always the right size. <laughs>